1687, Sir Isaac Newton published Mathematical Principles of Natural Philosophy. I'm sure that all of you have read that. <laughs> it's on your bedside table now, I know. In this epic work, Newton outlined what we now know as the three laws of motion. His book changed the world. Ironically, it changed the world, but not actually by changing anything. His book changed the world because Newton had finally just seen the world, come to understand the world at a level deeper than anyone else had at that time. Newton didn't create laws of motion. He just saw that all things were controlled by certain invisible forces. He called them laws, and he just wrote them down. The world's greatest visionaries all have that power. They don't really change things as much as they see things. It's that new vision that changes everything. Newton's first law, which we call inertia, was defined as follows. The vis in cita, or innate force of matter, is a power of resisting by which every body, as much as in it lies, endeavors to preserve its present state, whether it be of rest or of moving uniformly forward in a straight line. Did you get that? If not, maybe the Celebrex commercial that's on TV these days can help you. A body at rest tends to stay at rest. A body in motion tends to stay in motion. Unless another force acts against a body of mass, that body will stay unchanged, still, or moving at the same speed. And I understand that, don't you? If the alarm clock did not go off at 6 o'clock every morning, if school was not calling my boys, if work was not calling me, I would never move either. <laughs> we should not wonder that change is so hard for people. It is, a, it is built into the nature of the universe. Who knew that we've never done it that way before is actually a principle of physics. But rules were meant to be broken. And this too is true of the universe. Inertia is built in. Resistance to change. Yet the universe is ever changing. Always changing. Never not changing. It's the curious theologian in me not the wannabe scientist who is fascinated by this tension, change and no change. If inertia, if inertia is a fundamental law, then what is it or who is it that is driving the change? If revolutionaries are revolutionary, not by changing things as much as seeing things, then we need to count Jesus as one of the world's most radical revolutionaries. His vision to see what is there and what has always been there and to make that clear to people was his power. 
But pointing out the obvious is never easy because ironically, pointing out the way the world really is usually sounds like chains to people. And you know, nobody likes to change. You have heard that it was said. When Jesus uttered that phrase in his sermon, I can imagine a great echoing affirmation went through that crowd. If it's like some of those churches I've preached in, Jesus said, you have heard that it was said, and somebody said, that's right. Yeah, preacher, preach. That's right, it's been said. We've heard it. But then Jesus said, but I say to you, and I can imagine that a hush went through that crowd. What's he talking about? You see, they knew the truth. Who was he to come along and say something different? They knew their assumptions. Who was he to challenge them? They knew truth. Who was he to offer a different vision of truth? They knew what had been said. Moses had said it. Or God had said it through Moses. It was written on tablets of stone. Mama and Daddy had said it to them. The shamans, the gurus, the teachers, the leaders, the governors, the prophets, the rabbis, they had all said it. It was gospel truth even before there was a gospel truth. You have heard that it was said. Amen. And so have we. We also have our laws and our rules and our truths, don't we? And we are just as committed to them and just as blinded by them as any people have ever been. God bless America is a cultural truth and a world of theological affirmations and national assumptions are written into that simple phrase, God bless America. Amen? A penny saved is a penny earned. It's a financial truth. Peace through strength is a military truth. Jesus is the only way is a religious truth. Now, if you want the crowd to amen with you when you speak, or some crowds that amen when you speak, all you have to do is reference one of these or other conventional wisdoms, and you will have them eating out of the palm of your hand. If Jesus were here, though, I wonder what he would say. You have heard that it was said, God bless America. That's right, preacher. But I say to you, now wait a minute. You hear? You have heard that it was said, a penny saved, peace through strength, Jesus is the only way. But I say to you, one of the ways that Jesus was revealed was as one who challenges conventional wisdom. His words excited the people because they gave the people a new vision, a new hope, a sense of power. 
a belief in themselves, in God, in one another. And because of this, his words also made the leadership very nervous. Not everyone then appreciated his revolutionary side. Many people today cannot even see it. Ironically, for many people, Jesus has become the conventional wisdom, not one who challenges every conventional wisdom. I have no doubt, I have no doubt, if Jesus were here among us, just as he challenged the wisdoms of his day, the Ten Commandments, the 613 laws defined by Judaism, the cultural assumptions of his setting, murder and marriage, adultery and the taking of oaths, revenge and retribution. If Jesus were here today, he would challenge every one of ours too. Jesus would challenge our nationalism with a view of a worldwide humanity. Jesus would challenge our capitalistic individualism with a view of generosity and community. Jesus would challenge our insecure militarism with a spirit of trust and compassion. Jesus would challenge our narrow religi religiosity with a vision for God whose mysterious spirit moves in our universe and cannot be defined or controlled or exploited by any set of rules. You have heard that it was said, but Jesus says to us, if the first law is inertia, resistance to change, the last word is love. If you have any question about that, just look to Jesus' life, which is the lens by which Christians should interpret every conventional wisdom. What you will find that is more certain than any of the fundamental constants of the universe is that Jesus' love changes everything. Everything. May it be so.